I'm Dinah Harris, director of the Jackson-Madison County Library in Jackson, Tennessee, and you're listening to our podcast, Opening Doors. Good morning, everybody. My name is Zoe Pride, and I'll be filling in for Dinah today. Today, we will be talking to Lantonio Jackson. He is the library technical services librarian. So, Lantonio, what does your job entail? Well, as you said, it's the technical service librarian, which means basically the catalog is my baby. I make sure to update it, to send it to state so they have an update version of what we have. And like currently, you don't want to go on the catalog and see that we're missing something. And unfortunately, sometimes that does happen where something is missing and you go on there. But my job is to make sure that you don't put it on hold because you don't want to put on hold something that doesn't exist. So... I just do a little tidying and um, making sure that it stays up to date. You're also our uh, resident movie guru. You've seen a ton of movies, and I know you have. (laughs) Um, What is some of your favorites or some of the newer ones that have come out? Uh, Yes, I've pretty much been watching movies in my entire life. I blame my mom. She always had like a collection of VHSs. I grew up in the 80s. And she had a collection of VHSs, and of course she would get me. I had my own personal TV and VCR. So I had my own collection. I watched her collection. Of course, I watched some things I wasn't old enough to watch. <laughs> but it just happens with life. But I tend to, I, I watch a little bit of everything. Um, animated movies. I watch action movies, war movies, mysteries. Sometimes, like, romantic comedies indie movies, uh, like independent movies, in actual um, Hindi movies, which uh, come from um, India, for other foreign movies, Korean, Chinese, I, I watch a little bit of everything. <laughs> Again, as I said, guru. Me, personally, I don't get to watch a lot of movies. Being able to talk to you on a daily basis and finding out what movies are good that I can sneak away and watch in my spare time is wonderful. So, as far as in the library, how do you pick what new movies we're going to get or we're going to have in our collection? So, uh, with acquisition, it's not all about, well, it is sometimes when you're doing it by yourself, which I'm not, it becomes biased and you pick a lot of things that you will like, but um, we have many hands in acquisition, so it's not just me. As a person who loves movies, who go to movie theaters to watch movies, that is the best experience with popcorn, loudspeakers, and all that. Uh, I try to get and understand what the a, a regular person, I don't want to say regular because I'm a regular person, but what a regular person would want to watch. So the action movies, the, the stuff that comes out the theaters, and just a little bit that it reaches multiple people, genres, um, family movies. Um, religion movies it reaches everybody and not just a certain demographic now if you do want to watch that and we don't have it you know you're welcome to request it and we can try to buy it or borrow it from somebody else so the patrons actually have a hand in the acquisitions itself yes actually the patrons both with the request list and with donating the patrons have a lot of say of what we get donna brought that in when she took over the library seven years ago um, she started, yeah, so she started the patron acquisition list, which is basically, if we don't have it and you want it, we'll put it on a list, as long as we can get it at a decent pi- price. Um, sometimes it doesn't work out, things are overpriced, or <laughs> is, it may not be legit, like it's a import, you know, so we just, we try to get everything 
because we know the patrons are very diverse, so we need to have a diverse uh, like collection. We try to work with the patrons and what they like, which is awesome. How would a patron request a movie? There's three ways. You can walk in, you can look at a collection, and you can say, hey, you don't have this, is there a way you can get it? And then we have the two options. Uh, we can look up, see how much it costs, how old it is, and buy it. Or we can see hey, it's older and maybe a little niche, so we'll borrow it. And if we can't do either one, unfortunately, um, there really isn't a third option. So we're trying to get it. But if one DVD costs 45 to $50, then that's a little much to pay for a DVD nowadays in 2020. Like 2001, that was pretty normal. Also... If you don't want to come in, you can look at our catalog from home. Uh, if you're able to do that, you can call in and you can request the same way. Just, hey, you don't have this. Can you get it? And we like, and then we go through the whole process again. And the third way is online. You can make an online request and our reference librarian, Whitney, will get that request and she will first attempt to borrow it. And if she cannot borrow it or nobody agrees to send it, then she will contact me and say, hey, I tried to get this, I can't get it, Can you, uh, do you mind if I put it on a list? And I'm like, sure, go ahead. Sometimes we don't have enough space to keep all of the movies that we have, which I think we have a collection of what? Downtown has around 4,500, I think, off the top of my head, and North has around 2,000. So, six plus thousand DVDs. That's a lot for patrons to choose from, but we don't always have enough room to keep all those DVDs in-house. So, if we were to, say, weed a DVD, what would be the process of that? So, just like any other section, um, room is a physical space is an issue. We would love to just have infinite amount of space and just not get rid of anything, yes. but unfortunately it doesn't work that way with the... DVDs coming out constantly every week. There's okay until you know a few months ago because of something. Um, DVD, new DVDs were coming out uh, three or four every week, and now it's kind of this kind of became more scarce. But everything is streaming. But with that said, what we do is we look at two things: how many times has this checked out since it's been in the system, and what is it like? How old is it like? And I'm not saying that we're trying to get rid of old things because there are plenty of people who still check out old movies. When right. I say old movies, like classics, 50s, 60s, um, after Hitchcock, or just movies they seen in their childhood or when they were younger in life, and that's fine, as long as they're still checking out. It's almost like, like the patron decides what we get. The patrons also decide what we keep because we cannot keep materials that just don't check out. Now, we do make exception for if something is usually school-related, um, uh, kids will come from school and need to watch for assignment or something, we'll keep, or educational. Uh, we'll definitely keep that as well. We try to keep those always available. And uh, we just have a new uh, substance abuse DVDs to help people with substance abuses. Yeah. And uh, so we try to keep this because that, that helps the community. That's very important for the community to have access to. Condition plays a lot of role in, uh, some role in that too, because if a DVD is damaged or just completely wore out, if it checks out a lot, we'll probably 
get a new copy of it. If it doesn't check out a lot, then we'll probably just take it off the shelf. And if somebody requests it later on, we might be able to get it again, right? Yes. What I try to do is when we get donated copies of certain DVDs that I know are really popular and check out a lot, I would keep those in case something happens to the, the one that we have um, circulating. But yes, over time, scratches, dents, just wearing of the material happens and we need to read that too because we do we do have a cd cleaner and it does perform quite well it does not do miracles though so <laughs> if there's a long gash uh in the cd that's that the cd is ruined so the chunks are taken out of it yeah and sometimes we'll try to replace it depending on what it is if it's something older or not checking out as much then it's just gone until somebody requested and we're you know borrow it what do you do once they're weeded from the system? I mean, it. I know we have to go through a whole process of deciding what gets weeded and do pull lists and pull the DVDs. But after that's done, what do we do with them after that? I'm kind of proud of this. When I started doing cataloging and I helped uh, started purchasing movies, I created this uh, number list, a number system where... The DVD and the case have matching numbers. That way it made it easier for us to go through and search for DVDs. And with that, when a DVD goes out, I need that number. Because I'm going to reuse that number and give it to a new DVD. Now, if the DVD is scratched and not going to play, there's no reason to really keep it. And it just gets tossed. But if the DVD is being weeded because it's not checking out as much or... Maybe it's an extra copy. Maybe we bought three copies when we first got it because it was really popular and there was a long line for it. And now we don't need two extra copies. And then, so we'll just put it in the uh, donation for the Friends of the Library and let them sell it. Which brings in money for programming and stuff like that yes. for the Friends of the Library because I, they do a fantastic job yes. of kind of supporting us and helping us make do programs and things like that or even buy stuff for the library yes so. maintaining donations is a job that they volunteer to do for free yeah and it, it's somebody should get paid for that but they they're very very kind in taking in all donations from the entire city and county of madison county jackson madison county and it's it's a lot of work um i don't know if people really appreciate the amount of time they put in to get things ready for the book sale that used to happen yearly but now it's the year-round book sale and just going through and sorting picking, yes and, uh and just making sure it's in good uh, decent condition enough to sell pricing and putting it out on the shelves and categories i mean they do a fantastic job yes that's what happens with the weeded dvds and things like that so what about tv shows what tv shows do we have what tv shows are there available um, what okay. kinds of TV shows? TV I mean, shows... It's a huge, big box there. ...is a beast of itself. There are just so many out there, and all of them are so good to different people. And we... Again, if, a space issue. Yeah, and unfortunately, when something supernatural has 15 seasons, it takes up a lot of space. And you would think in 2020... You don't need six discs to, to put a, a TV show on, but they still come in six discs. I'm, I'm waiting. Like, I'm waiting for an entire TV show to go on two discs. <laughs> and then we can have this conversation again about spacing. Unfortunately, we can't get everything. So we kind of have to 
guess yeah and and i hate that because it makes it seem like we get to choose which ones we get i mean we do because we're spending the money but we want to hit the most people the biggest demographic we can hit Mm -hmm. because we need that circulation we need it to circulate we don't need tv shows that are not going to move and unfortunately we do get some that go out of i want to say style but um slowly like true blood was really popular for Mm -hmm. a few years there yeah and now it's I don't kind of tapered yeah, out. Yeah, I don't think people nearly. I mean, there's just so much stuff that came out. Unfortunately, we just can't get everything. We do have Supernatural that still checks out. Doctor Who that still checks out. Um, we have now a lot of a majority of our TV shows are located in the North Branch. Yes. So I mean, they've got an entire section just dedicated to DVDs of TV shows. So with technology being on the rise and streaming being a big thing now. What do you see for movies in the future with things like Netflix and people being able to stream if they have an internet connection or a phone that they can stream on? What do you see with the future of movies at the library here? Now, we'll continue getting physical movies because people are still out there without internet, without Wi-Fi devices, without DVD players, without Blu-ray players. Um, The media will continue to evolve, but... We always have those people that are slightly behind, and those are people that we're um, looking to help because other people will have Netflix, have Hulu, have Amazon Prime, and we don't need to help them as much because they have access to different forms of media to get different forms of entertainment. Netflix, I watch NCIS, and that basically paying for Netflix uh, pays for itself when I just binge watch NCIS. Um, unfortunately, we can't get NCIS here because it is 16 seasons. <laughs> like I said before, that's a lot of space. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we just cannot buy TV shows because of just the amount of space to take up. And so, those, like I said, those people will have access to different... We need to help the people who don't have access to those mm-hmm. forms of entertainment. And that's why we will continue buying dvds and we have dvd players that we um circulate circulate as well check, you can check out dvd players yes. it's fantastic uh, in case you don't know that we have dvd players right now it's two or one because one of them got broken exactly and we need to replace the other one mm-hmm. um we just hit a new fiscal year so i don't think that could be too big of an issue but i don't want to commit to anything because i'm not the one in charge <laughs> i'm just gonna I'm just say that right now we will continue to help those who just don't have access to the same things as everybody else same technology same yeah it's the same reason we keep computers why do we have computers here because there are still people who live without computers without internet and so we have that service yeah so access to the service so they can continue on having you know good life too they deserve to watch movies everybody deserves to watch movies movies are fantastic they bring families together they get you out of the real life Think situations depending on what you like to watch because I love disaster movies. So, um, <laughs> well, we actually have patrons who check out DVDs, go upstairs to the computer lab, and watch them on the computers. Yes. When when the doors are open and the computer lab is open, of course. Just you personally, Antonio, got any good recommendations for movies that have recently come out or something like that? Yeah, I've been watching some good movies. Uh, the last good movie I actually watched, which. Um, 
we will get when it comes out to physical format. Um, Netflix is a little weird about that, mm-hmm. but the Old Guard had Charlie Staring in it, and it's uh, it's pretty good. It's on Netflix if you want to check that out. Um, physical media. Um, some good things I watched lately: The Watchmen. It's a mini series that was on HBO. I really enjoyed the series. We have it in the in the catalog. Invisible Man. I love horror movies. Not as much as summer. Uh, co-workers but i do dabble in horror movies and invisible man was fantastic um there's a movie called the hunt it's a little controversial because it's really political but it is like it's a comedy so if you just want to take your political hat off and just watch an entertaining movie and have fun then i can suggest that uh, we have a action movie called Debt Collectors. Um, it features Scott Atkins. Not a lot of people know Scott Atkins. He was uh, originally a stunt coordinator or a stunt double. And he's been getting more and more lead roles into movies. So um, I've followed his career and I've enjoyed his stuff. And that's one of it's an action movie. So um, it's enjoyable. There's a movie called Ip Man 4. It is the fourth entry into this Ant-Man collection by Donnie Yen, who is also, I don't know how many people know him, but he's one of my favorite martial arts actors. Um, Ant-Man is a person from China who didn't directly teach Bruce Lee, but he taught the person who taught Bruce Lee. So if you know that name, then he, I mean, it's a very entertaining in how he helped his community. I don't want to get too far into it, but I really enjoyed it. So if there's a little bit of everything, martial arts, uh, foreign movies, action. I don't know what to classify the Watchmen. It's a little bit of a period piece, an alternate universe of fantasy. And um, yeah, just a little bit of everything. It sounds like it. It sounds like you watch everything. Right now, I just get to watch cartoons because of my kid. Nothing wrong with cartoons. There's... Some good cartoons out there. Uh, DC is still putting out um, Justice League movies and Red Sun Superman, which is Superman who was uh, who landed in Russia, as opposed to the U.S. to the U.S. It's like a alternate story. So, I mean, there's animated stuff out there too that your kid can enjoy. Well, I mean, you got Star Wars Rebels, which is a great cartoon. Love that one. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> If everybody doesn't know it, I love Star Wars. So yes, I um. I love the Clone Wars TV show that is out on Disney Plus right now. I really enjoyed that TV show, and they just added a new season to it recently, and I've been watching that. I think it was the last season for the Clone Wars. Wasn't yes, it? unfortunately, because um, it's the best. It's it, really good. It is a fantastic cartoon. Yes. I recommend that one because that's what I get to watch. Yeah. It was really great talking to you today, Lantonio. Thank you. I enjoyed being here. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we will see you next time, and have a good day.